Kara Brothers here with Positive Profit. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a growing cookie cutter collection? Are you wondering where to store all your cookie cutters that you've amassed? Tell me if this is also you. You know you have the cookie cutter you want to use. You just don't know exactly where it is. This episode is going to give you the lowdown on different types of storage and organization for your cookie cutters to help your time in the kitchen run more efficiently. And it might just save you a few ounces of sanity. Stay tuned to the end of the show and I'll give you my favorite picks. You guys ready? Let's go. Hey, profiteers. Welcome to Positive Profit. Do you want to start a dog treat business with healthy recipes and make money selling them online and in shops? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to keep your soft treats fresh and sell them on social media? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel confused and disappointed when your soft treats mold and you still don't know how to promote on social media again? Hey, I'm Kara. I also felt discouraged trying to keep my soft treats fresh and I wished I had more online sales instead of only selling them at markets. I wanted to be home to bake more treats, but I kept telling myself that I didn't know enough healthy dog treat recipes, have the Instagram know-how, or understand how to store my soft dog treats so they'd last longer. Until I learned how to make and sell healthy treats that dogs love and customers want to buy. In this podcast, you'll find natural dog treat recipes, kitchen tips, and all the secrets to selling dog treats online so that you'll make money and have time to bake more treats. Give your dog a treat, grab one for yourself, and let's dig in. I'm going to read you a review real quick from someone who left me a fantastic review on Apple Podcasts, and it is from Lucy Z 1 am I love that name. I don't know why I identify with that. She says, so good. Such great and helpful information. Thank you for creating this podcast and sharing your knowledge. You are very welcome. This is what I love to do. I love to take what I know, share it with you, talk about it. You know, oftentimes in my Dog Treat Baker Facebook group, we do talk about it, but we talk about it like this, clickety-clack, clickety-clack on our keyboard, right? Or our phones. And we're texting and sending messages. But this is a way that even though you're not speaking to me, we're sort of having a conversation in a way. I say things and then you have thoughts and opinions about them in your head. Anyway, I really appreciate that you guys hang out with me for every episode and see what's new. If you want to tell me what you'd like to hear, let me know. Make a comment on the video if you're watching on YouTube or head over to my website at positiveprofit.com. Click on the podcast tab and scroll down to leave me a message. And maybe I can read yours on the air and answer your question as well. Did you guys know I have a Facebook community? It's totally free. It's filled with dog treat bakers just like you who also know the struggle of where to store and where to find their cookie cutters. We talk about everything dog treat business related. So come on over, join the pack facebook.com slash groups slash start a dog treat biz. Let's get into this. There was a recent post in the Dog Treat Baker Facebook community that asked the simple question, how do you organize your cookie cutters? This one, very near and dear to my heart, as I have also struggled with that. And I have gone through many iterations of storing my cookie cutters, as I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And it's a very valid question. If you have started baking dog treats 
you've undoubtedly started to collect different cookie cutters and cookie cutter stamps. There are so many cute ones. If you guys are getting to know me better, you'll also know that Amazon is my vice. It is my favorite place to shop for just about everything dog treat related, including cookie cutters. There are so many occasions that you guys can make dog treats for and a ton of different cookie cutters for each occasion. I'm not kidding. If you can think of it, it's probably out there. There's some really specialty ones too that are just absolutely amazing. Be sure, as I said, to stay with me to the end to get my top picks for cookie cutter storage in several categories. I'll have links to everything in the show for you guys to look through as well. Now that we have addressed my obvious obsession with collecting way too many cute cookie cutters, the question still remains, how do you organize all them cookie cutters? Let me preface the answer by saying, as I've alluded to, there are many levels to collecting cookie cutters. At first, you'll start off small and then you'll continue to purchase cookie cutters because that's what we do as dog treat makers. And you'll start to notice the need to store them somewhere, right? That's a fact. As your collection grows, so will your containers. And keeping your cookie cutters, let's say in a big box, is storing them, okay? It's not organizing them. There is a big difference. So let me get into some of the answers that my group gave on how they store cookie cutters and find which method works best for you and where you're at in your obsession. <laughs> I'll have all the links to everything so you can dig into it. To answer the question, the very, the very first answer that this question got, how do you organize your cookie cutters? Completely hilarious. The answer is throw in a drawer, <laughs> which I mean, totally, totally fine. Maybe starting out, you don't have very many cookie cutters, right? So a drawer is a perfect place to store them. And the reason I'm laughing is because, I mean, I think back and like, that's where I stored mine at the very beginning, but I'm, I'm so far past that now. I need my whole kitchen to, you know, all the drawers to do it. But I thought that was a funny first answer. Another person says they have a tote that says cookie cutters. And when it's time to use it, they may cry a bit and spend 15 minutes looking for what they need. Oh my gosh, I definitely know this struggle. Oh my gosh, all too well. Like, you know, you have it and it's somewhere and you're looking through that big tote or that big bag or that big drawer or wherever, right? Because you're storing them, but you haven't organized them. And so you don't know where to find them. And so you're wasting time looking through and it's frustrating. To that, I'm going to show you the, the storage bin, the storage bin that I have used and I'm never going to use again, but it's a Rubbermaid commercial tote and it's a 14 gallon tote. It has a lid. I totally, totally feel you. So that's the bin. That's the dreaded bin. That's kind of where we don't want to be. Okay. There's no recommendation on that product. I'm going to send you the link just in case you're like, Hey, it works for me. And if it works for you, awesome. So I'll have the link to that. It's just not my recommendation. Someone else said, I actually have a big Ziploc bag that has each season. So they've got big Ziploc bags that has each season written on it, which is really smart. And that's a great way to start out. Very, very cheap. Three other people also just did the same thing. So some of you actually currently store your cookie cutters in big Ziploc bags. And so my recommendation, if you're going to store your cookie cutters in big Ziploc bags to go with 
the two-gallon bags. And the reason that I would love you to go with those bags is because they hold so much more than the one-gallon bag. Obviously, it's double. But until you've seen one and used one, you don't really understand how cool they are. (laughs) I love them. Not only, I guess, for cookie cutter storage, I mean, that makes sense, but I use them all the time to let my dough rest before rolling it out, especially my peanut butter dough. Once I make my dough, um, and I make it by hand, y'all, I do it the old-fashioned way. I don't have a mixer by choice. I don't want to overwork that dough and have that stretchy, stringy, glutinous, real thick, terrible dough. You know what I'm talking about. It probably has happened to you. Anywho, After I mix my peanut butter dough, I let it rest in this two-gallon Ziploc bag for 10 minutes. And it just helps the moisture that's in the dough get absorbed by the flour. Anyway, love it. Love the two-gallon bags. And they would also make great cookie cutters, storage bags, because you can fit so much more than the typical gallon bag. Someone else in the group says that they organize their cookie cutters in small totes by season or occasion. I'm imagining this is probably going to be clear, translucent totes, probably small. And I found that the best for those are the 12 quart plastic storage bins. They're stackable. You get 12. They're clear. These ones have a handle on the top of each tote. Carry it wherever you want. It also has a clear design that has reinforced ridges like lines and it allows for more load bearing capacity to hold more weight. And it's got buckle latches on the side. So if you're looking to organize, you know, by season and you want to step up from the Ziploc bags, well, we're going to go drawer, sorry, drawer. We're going to go Ziploc bags. And then here we are at the clear totes with the handle and you get 12 of them. These are fantastic. Someone else said that the ones that they use, they keep on a pegboard, which is such a brilliant idea to have the ones that you're actually using in your baking session close by and within reach and definitely organized because with the pegboard system, you've got your little hooks that come out and you can put what you're using right on those hooks. You can see them. They're all right there. And that is great for when you're like really climbing up there and you're like almost an officially obsessed collector and a real busy dog treat baker if you need a pegboard to store all the ones you're actively using. I think that's a great idea. I've never heard of it before. That is fantastic. Love it. Love it. Love it. Someone says they do a holiday or a theme in a Ziploc and they have a picture of each cutter saved in a folder on their iPhone that says, what the shape is so they don't spend 20 minutes rotating something to figure out what it's supposed to be because that's been done. So what she means by that is you'll have a cookie cutter and in the picture on Amazon, you're like, okay, great. I can make a wedding dress with this cookie cutter. Let's just say, or maybe it's a bear, who knows? And in the picture it's decorated so you can easily see what the cookie is supposed to be. But once you get that cookie cutter and you take it home, For example, I had the mug of hot chocolate. The cup had this like what was supposed to be whipped cream on the top. But if you didn't know what that was, you may not know what that cookie cutter was at all. And so you're you're looking for something and you're having to rotate that cookie cutter thinking, 
what was that supposed to be again? That can be kind of difficult. I have been there and I have actually done that. Someone else said organize. Need I say more? Someone else says they use plastic shoe boxes with the holiday on the outside, which I thought is super cool. They commented that it's nice and compact and easy to find what they need most of the time. And they probably have a thousand cookie cutters. Y'all, a thousand. Like, that's a lot of shoe boxes. <laughs> that's a lot going on. That's big time. That's real big time. Someone else said they have this cabinet that they use. So it's like a big, tall, freestanding cabinet with drawers, right? And they're shallow. It looked amazing. It looked so amazing. But I guess, for example, this cabinet, because my dogs are like fighting under the desk. They're arguing with each other. Real life. Uh, hey. Shh. Stop bothering him. When I saw it, I was like, hmm, I'm kind of jelly. <laughs> Someone else says they have themes in containers or bags that are stored in a closet. And they're glad they're not the only one that has a cookie cutter addiction. And they're definitely not. They're not the only ones. I'm so sorry. Okay. Now I'm going to give you my recommendations for cookie cutter storage in different categories. The first chibi out chibi. Go lay down low. Chibi out. Leave Loki alone. Move Loki. Mama's got it. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm back. I just had to go separate the dogs. They're kind of separated. They're mostly still here looking at each other. Maybe one day I'll bring them on camera if they ever want to behave. <laughs> oh, do you guys feel me? Do you have dogs that like one's like chill and laid back and like just wants to hang out? And the other one's like, I want to play. Nip, nip, nip. I want to play. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm dealing with. The joys of being a dog mom, right? All right, the first category is best mini purchase. And what I mean by mini purchase, you guys that are listening or watching this may be at all different levels and stages of your dog treat business career or not career, right? And the best mini purchase is to see if collecting cookie cutters is for you while you figure out if you're going to start your dog treat business, okay? You might be on the fence. You're not sure if you're going to start it. And here is my cookie cutter storage recommendation if you're on the fence about starting a dog treat baking business, this is a cookie cutter set that has all the basic shapes and includes its own storage container. So that's at the very, very starting out purchase, but it's got all the basic shapes you'd need. Also includes a storage container. You get 30 of them. So I thought that was kind of a good deal. You get all different kinds of shapes in different sizes too. Super good value. Okay. The best value starting out, if you're like, I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do my business, or you just want some more to start with, the, my best recommendation for you is to organize the additional cookie cutters that you're going to be bringing into the fold, because chances are you already have some if you started. This is a four tray organizing system, and it should work well, and it should last you a while. I really like this one. It is great to start out with. This is my recommendation for that. It's got a transparent design that allows for easy identification of contents. The detachable buckles allow you to use each layer independently. It has a handle so you can transport it. And there's four layers. So it's like four different layers that you can organize with. The best overall value 
Okay, overall value to organize in small totes by season or occasion is the bundle that gives you a 12 pack of clear storage containers. And 12 is enough to really do something with. Now you're really stepping up your game. You got holidays in there, maybe your alphabet, your numbers, a whole thing on birthdays, because we know birthdays, maybe a whole thing on you know Christmas, of course. These also have handles on the top of each tote. As I was saying before, these are the ones that have that clear design that has reinforced ridges in the design to allow for more load-bearing capacity to hold more weight. And it has buckle latches on the side. But my personal favorite, the positive top pick, if I were gonna, if I were gonna buy one for me, is the simple houseware utility cart with 10 drawers. It's a rolling storage cart. If you're a crafter, maybe you even have one. Maybe you've wanted one. You probably have seen one. It's on wheels. It's metal. And this is my favorite, favorite, favorite storage option for a number of reasons. First of all, it's heavy duty. Love that. Say no more. Okay, done. I'm here for it. Sold. But it's also slim. It saves space. 10 drawers gives you plenty of storage with lots of options for organizing. It's also on casters, so it rolls. If your kitchen won't work to store it, because maybe you, you just don't have a space in your kitchen to store this thing, no worries. Just wheel it on down to the garage or I mean, wherever you have room, and then just wheel it out to the kitchen when it's time to bake. Love that part. The drawers don't have lids, so you can like easily like peer into that thing and look and see almost what's in there, but how full your drawer is too. So I like that it has like this open airy design. And of course, it's got a shelf on it because you're going to use it, right? <laughs> you're going to use all the room. You're going to use your shelf. The shelf is going to be handy to put whatever you're most likely going to set on top of it. Have you been thinking about your own cookie cutter storage and organization the entire time I've been speaking and thinking that you might need a change? All the links to everything I've talked about are in the description so you can take a look and see if there's something that jumps out at you that speaks to you to make a change. And if your business is growing, there is a good chance that your cookie collection will too. Your cookie cutter collection will grow right along with your business. I love you guys. <laughs> keep showing up with me. Keep watching. Keep listening. And I'll see you back here again really soon. Thanks. Take care. And don't forget to treat yourself well. Hey, Baker. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who may want to bake dog treats and make money selling them online and in stores? Also, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It makes me so delighted to know this podcast is helping you. Okay, time to go make another batch of doggy donuts for the sales I got on Instagram. No more markets every single weekend. I'll meet you back here every Tuesday and Thursday for more tasty dog treat content. Until then, don't forget to treat yourself well.